And so I have one. It's uh, if you're both really into each other, sex will automatically be great. Yeah. I totally disagree. I think even if you've been with someone for a while and the sex was great to start with, you change and you get bored and you have to sort of find new things or like you you do new things with each other to re-excite each other because that's just light. Like we need things to keep our attention and to keep us interested. And that, that's just how it is. Even if you love someone with all your heart, you may still need a little revamp in the bedroom every now and then. Even if it's just a tiny something. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like relationships need work. The sex part of the relationship needs work, you know, just because one aspect's great doesn't mean all aspects are great. Yes. Um, Oh, here's one I like because my grandma just was (laughs) talking about it. Uh, Old people don't have sex. And she just had said um, in her 50s was one of her most sexual times of her life. Right. Well, so if you think, you know, if you hit 30 and you think like my sex life's over, just just know it's not. Well, right. As you say that even way older than that, like how there has been in year you know, years that there's a lot of different like STDs or STIs, whatever your school of camp going in nursing homes. And there has to been like demonstrations (laughs) about condom usage again for people. Um, because a lot of times, um, extremely, you know, super seniors need reintroduction because they're like, condoms are for pregnancy and it's like well no one's getting pregnant here but no there's been lots of that is a big deal because it's like you know people are sleeping around in nursing homes and they act like that's not a big deal but no like you know it's like getting staff there's been different um stuff like getting staff on board more like obviously knocking and privacy because you know um you know, Mrs. Smith is going over to see Mr. Brown and, but he's also, or she's also sleeping with and, you know, things like that. And people, as you said, it's like, Oh, after a certain age, everything shuts down, but it's like, especially after, you know, people lose their spouse and now they're in a nursing home, but they're, if, you know, as we all know, there's pills for that. It's like their second, it's, it's it's their second chance at, at, you know, life or like, you know, dating and being young again or not young, but being, Active. It's like you're back in a dorm room in college. And if you if you like hook up with your neighbor, that's exactly what it's like. And if you went and dropped your 70 year old mom off at a nursing home and just thought like because she can't take care of herself anymore and thought like she's gonna sit around and pay bingo all day, you might be way way off. Yes. So just be prepared for for her to to find somebody to you know have a little fun with. And you shouldn't begrudge them that because they're not dead yet. Exactly. Everybody gets urges. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And um, one of my favorite, favorite, it's not my favorite myth, but it's my favorite thing is that most people are not 100% heterosexual or homosexual. Most people, I said most people, <laughs> fall on, on, a, on a spectrum of how much you are interested in same sex, opposite sex, or even now it's, you know, there, you can be, you know, gender fluid or transgender. So like, that's even more of a, of a thing because it's not a binary world anymore. Exactly. So the spectrum is very wide. Right. Well, as you're talking about sexuality, I don't care what other people- oh, sorry to cut you off. I was just right to that point as there's, no, there's fine. new, um, 
not maybe not that new, but more mainstream terms in um, sexual sexuality, how you can be hetero flexible or homo flexible. So that means like mm-hmm. if you're um, heterosexual and you, um, you know, you're like almost always a, say you're a woman and you're attracted, you identify your gender as woman and, and then female and then you like men, but being flexible doesn't, it means there are maybe just a certain few women out there. Like you connect up with them. So you're, you're, you know, you're flexible for a, when you find that certain human or vice versa, if you're homo flex, um, homo flexible, like I'm, um, a woman attracted to women and then, but there's a few men out there that, you know, I'm, I'm exactly. So, I mean, people maybe aren't going to the full, um, um, pansexual or bisexual, but they're like, there's a few people out there. As you said, being on that spectrum, you're like, you know what? I really could be into them. And maybe I could see a sexual or, a um, romantic relationship after I met someone, I'm feeling something more than a friendship. So it's like, yeah, don't have to be um, yeah. so focused. Like, well, I, you don't have to even give yourself a label anymore. You don't have to identify as you don't one put yourself in a box anymore. No, exactly. And also, you know, it's, it's up to you. Like it, how much you share with the world, how much you share with your friends and your family, but like, it's nobody's business, but your own who you sleep with. So sleep with men, sleep with women, so we sleep with whoever you want to. It's really, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to just, it's not anybody's business unless you want it to be. Um, and I think, so I think Ashley, she just gave me this look. Ashley falls completely on, on the heterosexual side of things. Like she's not interested in women. She, she doesn't find, not that she doesn't think they're pretty, but like she doesn't find them, you know, oh, attractive. I can, I can think a woman's beautiful, but it's yes. nothing sexual. It's just more of like, oh, how beautiful is she? But there's nothing, it's not like, oh, I want to get in her pants. Right. And I'm not downing anybody that does want to do that. I'm not saying you can't. You do what you want. I do what I want. Yes. I just, I've never been like, hey, what would this be like if I was with a woman? I just, I don't know. And I, think, I strictly just think about penis all the time. <laughs> and that's okay. okay. But I, um, and I think uh, I fall way, way more. Like I definitely identify as a heterosexual woman, but I think I definitely have like a, a lot of flexibility. Um, it's, de- it's not something that I've like explored a lot, but it's something like I find women attractive. Um, it's something I've thought about. It's something I hope Andy doesn't kill me. It's something I've discussed with my husband that he like he knows about. And, um, you know, and he identifies as a heterosexual male, um, I think, who is not flexible. And I think he's open to whatever, um, allowing me to be flexible or being, you know, being flexible, you know, with me. I but feel like, um, he is not flexible as far like, as that goes. I feel like a lot of men are like that. Yeah. Not okay. all, mm-hmm. but just, you know, most of the time when you hear about men wanting to have threesomes or whatever, it's with another woman. It's never with another man. And, to be, and not saying all of them, because there are some that are like, you know what? I don't care. To be fair, I, and I have asked him this. We're pretty we're pretty open with each other. Um, I have asked him about a threesome because most guys are like, oh, you like two women? Great. But... I am pretty sure he would have a threesome with another guy. I just don't think he wants to 
have penetration with another right. guy. Right. And you I'm not I mean? saying that that's, that's, I don't want to say normal, but that's not, like you said, most men, they think, oh yeah, with another woman. Yeah. But then there are some men who don't care if they yeah. watch their wife or their partner, whoever with another man. Is that, is that, is the word for that cuckold? If you like to watch your wife well, with another so, person? Or yes. interact with. But I think a lot of them do not want to be penetrated. Yes. Like, I think they're fine with that guy screwing you and him screwing you, but not each other. You know what I'm yes. saying? And not <clears> and, – and something that we – and this is important. If you, if you have a feeling – Talk to your partner if you have a partner. Um, you know, this. I'm not talking about being flexible with someone like without him or without him knowing. You know what I mean? It's not not like a. Secret. That's called cheating. That's called cheating. Exactly. I'm talking about an open discussion, and even if it were without him, he would know about it. Right. Which is communication is important. Period. Well, I was gonna say um, you guys. So how, I don't know. How, you guys how are. Do you fall or how do you feel? Well, I was gonna say you guys fall. Um, right on with what you're saying with studies, because on Facebook, I follow the um, Society for the Scientific um, Study of Sexuality, and they just commented about a publication that was made um, studying over 15,000 people in Britain. And over the, um, the study, just a little briefly said that over the past five years, 28% of men and 45% of women who identify as heterosexual actually did have a same um have had same sex so like almost 30 percent of men and almost 50 percent of women i mean as you're saying there you say i'm heterosexual but in a five-year time span set actually still had sex with someone um of the same sex so you might identify in one way but your behavior still might be contradictory yes. so i mean you like there's some wiggle room there. Exactly. So, you know, every uh, different, as I agree, different situations propose um, different feelings or, you know, different people. And as time goes on, you know, you can feel different ways. Yeah, definitely. And who knows? You know, it's liable to change. It could change. Yeah, you you can, you know, it's an option. Change, you may feel different in the next 10 or 15 years than you do right this second. And that, that happens, um, or it can happen, or maybe you've been whatever heterosexual or homosexual completely your whole life. And then you just find this one person who is, um, who, who just does it for you. Who's opposite of what, what you've been. <laughs> Hang on just a second. We may be having some more technical difficulties. Marissa, uh, just sent us a frowny face. We may have to, to hop off and hop back on. She's gone. It says invite. That's what she says. Hope. Good job. All right. <laughs> um, we're back again. Zencaster, which is what we use, is just not cooperating with us today, unfortunately. Um, but so Marissa did teach human sexuality, right? I did, yes, at University of Toledo. Okay, so um, t- tell us. Tell us some of the things that you, I guess, saw on papers or heard from your students that you just kind of were shocked by. It was, um, that was my first class I ever taught in person. So I was, of course, very nervous. But the reaction, just seeing people's faces every day of things, I mean, some things, of course, were 
should be new knowledge for people as we got into the course. But in the beginning, when you even have a girl comment about how the big one, of course, is you pee out of your vagina. I That is always mm-hmm. one where like, you don't know what to say back because I'm just like, if you've ever used a tampon, which maybe you don't, um, it yeah. would be covered. It would be soaked with pee. I'm like, just simple things. Like, I'm like, no, I'm like, that is a different. I mean, and she commented on this after we had the anatomy lesson. So it was like, you're not even paying attention in case you didn't have that beforehand. Now you're, you're just telling me you're not even listening to begin with. Because I mean, right. you were even like given the be- <laughs> you were even given the benefit of the doubt. So I'm like, I'm concerned. Dang. Like, how many people out there think that? And I'm like, I guess maybe they just think men have a penis, and that's also the urethra. But I'm like, you you don't pee out of there. So that was always one that was yeah. quite concerning. And. <laughs> We had another another one that really sticks out to me is they had to write a paper on HPV. And um, one of the guys wrote about how um, men don't get cervical cancer as much as women because they're not as promiscuous. And I was like, okay, oh. of course, there are <laughs> trans men. We'll give, I mean, I'm like, but... Clearly by this comment, he wasn't trying to be that, you know, gender inclusive. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm concerned. I'm very concerned. I'm like, do you <laughs> believe you have a cervix? I'm like, are you? Right. It's the same thing as a woman believing you have a taint or a prostate. Not a taint, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Prostate. Exactly. I'm like, yes. are you, are, were you concerned that you should get a pap smear? I'm just like. I mean, not (laughs) let alone that you're making this broad comment that women are getting, you hear about women having cervical cancer more because they're sleeping around. Obviously, I was like, this is one. Not because men don't have cervix. I know. I was like, I'm very, I'm very, very concerned for you. I'm like, there's certain issues about your paper that I'm like, now you're like, women are whoring it up. Which obviously I didn't respond in that way, but I'm like, I'm like, that's one concern, but I'm like, we're even down to like anatomy. I'm just like, there was just like, how did you keep a straight face? Did you keep a straight face? No, that was at least was a paper. So, which was probably now going back, not the most ethical thing because in my office, which being a grad student, we had um, five other people in the office. Um, I did read the paper out loud, which was probably something <laughs> you're not supposed to do. So it was a good, it was a good laugh. I mean, like, how could you not? Yes. Right. Like, I was, this dude thinks he has a cervix. Exactly. I was like, I'm a little concerned. You never hear about men getting cervical vaginal cancers no. because um, <laughs> they're just because, because they're, they're not, not they're not being they're not being whores. Yes, and I'm just yes, there was exactly. so yeah, and as I commented before about that girl, I was like, because you and your boyfriend have been together for three years and he taught you everything. Where I was like, one, 
you have this boyfriend that must be a man whore if he knows everything and is teaching you <laughs> everything. So I was just like, like you're not the only one he's been with for for three years, right? But and then even if they have been, I was like, where did he gain all this knowledge and you know nothing? So it's just a really big eye opener that you think like these are college students in an area where you're like, okay, how about people who are not getting this kind of education? So taking it on that level, I'm like, how much maybe a human sexuality course is important for everybody? Because I'm like, that applies to your life. I mean, obviously taking English, that's great. But I'm like, this is your, this is actual your body, you know, and that can be yeah. things about how to communicate with people of the opposite sex, how to communicate with people. It's way more than just, you know, I'm not even saying high school's trying to get in that bait of, you know, like, you can clearly see my side about abstinence and that, but it's like, there's a lot of, um, areas that it's like this is concerning that's why there's high std rates high pregnancy rates you know um and in a different class that i was taking i did something on um sexual assault and a big obviously there's people who i'm not talking about now who are just you know creeps bad people but saying about um men and women talk differently with um you know, actually saying something compared to gesturing. So being, you know, verbal versus nonverbal cues. I know I'm kind of now going off on someone else, uh, but they were saying how no classes down the line, even, you know, like now teaching women self-defense, but it's like, if we would teach children how to communicate, like, okay, men communicate differently than women, we need to start yeah. earlier. And that is the way that we'll actually, so, I mean, it's things like I, you're concerned as an adult thinking women pee out of their vagina. I'm like, we're this far behind. I mean, when are we going to be able to? I would be interested interested to know how many adults, let's say over the age of 25, think that the vagina is like women's sexual organs as a whole. Exactly. Like they think your vagina is the whole well, like everything. To go with men, men think their penis is a muscle. It, exactly. Right. Okay. And it's not. And all those things. And I would I would or, be very or, or I've had a man say there's oh, a bonus. Oh boy. Like <laughs> now you can you can injure like quote break your penis, but it is yes. not break like your arm. It's yeah, not it's the not, same thing. It's not a broken bone. It's not a torn muscle exactly it's like yeah. i just and so many men they're like it's a muscle i'm working mm. out that muscle and oh. i'm like it's not a muscle <laughs> and they're like well there's a bone in there i'm like mm, actually no. there's not like where does the bone go do you think it just like retracts into your body right when you're when you're flaccid like that's that's not a thing that's just that's not right so you're like boner bone i have evolution has done that's something that, that's misleading <laughs> but um but also the thing about colleges is when kids do stupid things you can't like call their parents in for a meeting and be like what happened with this one because they're responsible for their own whatever their their class that's and that's when and you want to look at what they say, do you're just stupid like what the hell's wrong with you right and that's so bad because i thought so many times i'm like real you made it how did you make it this far in life 
Like, I'm. It was mm-hmm. like literally when she said that there was a guy that thought he had a cervix. I want to be like, have you, have you gotten laid? Like maybe he had. Maybe you not even go to a doctor. Like, I'm like, you should not. I, I'm concerned. Yes, I feel like. How good would that be as a doctor to hear a man come in and say, doctor, I think I have cervical cancer. And I would say even like STDs or STIs are not necessarily related to how many people you sleep with, but how safe and protected you are on a normal basis with those people. Because you never know who they've slept with. And how much you ask people before you sleep with them. Because herpes, for example, isn't always presenting. Mm -hmm. So... That's something you should, if you're, and I know like one night stand, if you're going to have a one night stand, always make, if you're, whatever, if you're a woman or a man and you're sleeping with a man, make him wear a condom yes. because you don't know. Like, and you know, I people read, aren't honest. I read something that um, homosexual men take more precaution. Right. Rather than women. Well, and I think they do, especially like now because the, you know, um, I want to say like eighties, nineties was a huge problem for, uh, you know, the, the gay community mm-hmm. as far as AIDS are concerned, uh, and STDs. Oh yeah. So I think even, especially now well, they're and very, but you, even, also, even AIDS is super treatable and you can live with it now, but you still have to be careful. Well, and also, you know, anal has become huge. For in the last for straight couples, yeah, yep. that's yeah. a that's you a, know it used to be something that was never talked about, and not saying that it was never done, but I think it's become more of a thing. Yeah, the way more you guys are saying that, so a lot more men. Oh, I don't mean to cut you, but that's a thing. That's I guess that's a myth, or going back to our topic here, is a myth that actually we've um, there are studies out that more heterosexual couples are having more anal sex than homosexual men, and they say the reason is because they're prep, they're really prepping, they're taking. Um, had, um, homosexual men are, you know, they are more into mutual masturbation or oral sex. And if you're actually, I was going to say, I read that they're more, they're more into not no penetration. No penetration. Okay. Okay. So, fingers crossed, we can finish this before Zencaster just like explodes or something, because that's what it seems like is happening. Um, you were talking, you Marissa, were talking about um teaching kids and people like how to communicate and that like men and women communicate differently and not how that's important as far as like sexual assault and just like sexual communication in general. And I've seen this movement where parents aren't making their kids like hug or kiss people if they don't want to, or even like touch people if they don't want to. Um, and I'm super into that because that's telling, that's teaching kids from the very beginning that if you don't want contact physical or emotional or whatever contact with somebody you don't have to have it and i think that will create a much more open and safe world for whatever tomorrow no i agree because it's like you should do what you want to do i mean yeah it's like i feel like especially as babies it's like you recognize who you're around it's like if you have that one family member who comes around like only for christmas and it's like well you should go hug aunt sally and the kid's like you know, maybe they can't even talk or barely can talk. And they're mm-hmm. like, 
I don't want to do that. I don't know this person. Why no. do I have to kiss and sit on their lap? And, you know, that's like force for photos. I mean, it's like, yes, you should be, you know, open to things. But at the same time, it's like, don't force something on someone. It's like, by a young age, you know who you want to be around. Obviously, baby is recognized faces who are around them, not just this new person that's um, coming into their life. And I mean, um, Paul and I have some friends going off on this who say that they're, you know, like the husband's dad isn't all around but wants to come just for Christmas and is like, why isn't the three-year-old, you know, their daughter all up, mm -hmm. you know, like, why doesn't she want to come and play or give me kisses and say, oh, grandpa, this? It's like, well, because she doesn't know. Exactly. You. It's like, just because you're related doesn't mean you deserve kisses and hugs. And as an, as an adult, it shouldn't hurt your feelings because they're a child. Like they don't have mature emotions, but also it could change from day to day. You may see them every single day and today they could want to hug you every five seconds, but tomorrow they might not even want to make eye contact with you. And I think it is important not to, to not force children to do those things, those things that they don't want to do. I think, you know, discipline and rules and boundaries are important, but this is one of those things that, that you should allow them to create their own boundaries with people within reason. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they could, they shouldn't scream when a new person talks to them. If they don't want brand new people touching them, they shouldn't have to do that. When I think when we were growing up, it was kind of like everybody like hugs and kisses you and holds you and pinches your cheeks and like all this stuff. And that's just, it, if you don't want it, you shouldn't have to have it. And that should continue into adulthood. And don't, as, as an adult, don't be afraid to say, don't touch me. I don't want you to touch me. I don't want to be touched by anybody because it's your choice. It's 100% your choice. Very good point. Um, I did. I have a little bit of trivia for you guys. I love me some trivia. What do you think the average penis length is? We talked about this the other day. It's like, what is it, like five and a half, five inches? Uh, I did not okay. hear the question, right. but based upon Ashley's response... <laughs> um, I'm going to throw something out before you tell me actually what you said and go with harder flaccid <laughs> am I on the am okay, I on the so, right track yeah. on the question you are on the, yes yeah. I said what's the average penis length and this is hard okay. this is not flaccid so this is okay. hard um, um, and it, so I said like five five and a half oh I yeah. think that sounds like a good guess um, and I, I did, I picked one, but like multiple things that I looked at said 5.6 um, yeah, or I, like 4.7 to 6.3. Yeah. Cause I was like, my three are flaccid. So I was going to say, I think, yeah. Yes. So yay. Um, and actually point there are, <laughs> yeah, point for you. Um, and I think, um, as far as my experience goes, the different there the grower not grower versus shower thing is true because mm -hmm. I've dated guys who between being flaccid and being hard, it's more of like a soft to firm kind of thing, but their length really doesn't change, um, and the girth maybe doesn't change that much either. Mm -hmm. And then I've been with guys who, when you first see it, you're like, oh no, like that's it. But then they you know, they become erect and it's a big difference. Yeah. So the one guy I was with, and it's a good story to that. Uh, it was the same thing. He was a little bit of a shower, but also a grower okay. in girth and length. Okay. So like somewhere in the middle. 
Um, what do you think the three most common sex positions are? I know one of them's mis- missionary. Okay. Um, and I think dog style. That, that was my guess. Um, j- Give us one more, Marissa. Dude, I mean, I don't even want to say cowgirl. I want to just be like woman on top. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this particular article I feel like that was a good say, answer. It did say cowgirl, which oh, is okay. woman on top. Right. So I'm gonna yeah. pull a family feud moment. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> High fives. I watch Family Feud every day, so <laughs> and I don't know, does cowgirl like do you throw reverse cowgirl in there too, or are those completely different? I mean, obviously they are different, but like I don't know. Are those com- I, like way different? Well that's I why I guess I said woman on top. Together. <laughs> Right, right, right. That, that maybe hers was just the general. Um, how deep is the average vagina? Oh, I almost don't want to speak because I kind of forgot, and now I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to like know these answers. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, four inches? I don't know. Three inches. Four. Four. Oh, see, I was going way deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna throw a whole foot in there. It, it, it is three to four oh. inches. Marissa's <laughs> right on the There you go. It is not twelve inches. Uh, but um, just like the article I read, though, it does say like just like childbirth, um, your your vagina like it does expand. So if you do have like a bigger guy, it does accommodate it to a yes. point. Okay. Yes. I guess that's where I was thinking about it because I'm like, obviously, a big penis can fit in there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I always wonder, though, is it is it kind of a misconception that you always can, learn something new that you can really like that all guys, no matter how big their penises can actually go like balls deep? I feel like maybe that is maybe they can't. Mm, I feel like I've I don't want to say <laughs> balls deep, but, you know, I feel like. Have you not felt like a man's balls on you? Oh, I mean, I have. I'm just saying, like, oh, did you like that? Yeah, some, that's some a good sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a that's a good one. Um, but I just mean, like, based on length, like, I would assume not all. Oh yeah, I would say not all guys can are able to do that. I don't think um, so, right? Yeah, become okay. the woman and the man and. And yeah, how I get what you're saying now. The amount of lube. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true too. Um. Also, real quick, if you are interested in in anal sex, um, it's important not to just go for it. It's important to prepare yourself, have lube. Don't just like. It's like sh- training for a race. It. It. Yeah. You. Yes. <laughs> Rachel, that that's was exactly. some segue. Be comfortable and take it slow. <laughs> well she said lube and I was just like oh like, I just think maybe I should put just that out there throwing it out there <laughs> an ad for anal sex well because we were gonna do it we were just talking about how many people are having anal sex these days so That's if true. if you haven't yet and you want to don't it's not the same um as having sex like for your first time because what is it they say you should start off with your pinky finger yeah well and the okay yes you should (laughs) but the vagina is self-lubricating your 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 anus is not right like so just keep that in mind you do need (laughs) you do need lube you do need to work up to it especially if you're if your fellow is very well endowed so (laughs) Uh, my next question is how 
many nerve endings are in the clitoris? Oh, God. I feel like I used to know this. Right, because I'm like, it is like Oh, I, I'm sorry. Number. I made this multiple choice. Oh, good. I'm oh, so well, sorry. Yeah, give us the multiple choice, a-hole. Okay. <laughs> 20,000, 1,000, 4,000, or 8,000? I feel like 20,000 is too high. I feel like it's towards Marissa the top. Give me a little bit of a clue. Here. Right. I'm like, ugh, I feel such like a sham, but I'm not. Um, Do you feel like it's 8,000? I feel like it's really high. I feel like. So it might be 20,000. Well, hell, let's just say 20,000. Let's go. Let's just gamble with We're it. going all in. Yeah. So it it's 8,000. Oh, well, Damn it. We are close. That was my second guess. <laughs> Which is, that's like, it's still pretty high. It's more than I, I So I was thought. going higher than the lowest one on there. Yeah. Or the middle one. Okay, and also in turn, um, how many nerve endings does the, the tip of the penis have? I think less, but. Well, is it multiple answer? It, is it, it multiple is, choice? I have multiple choice for you. You're failing well. at this trivia. Um, 200, mm-hmm. 5,000, 10,000, or 4,000? 4,000. I just felt like that was a good number four. <laughs> I felt like, what was the other one? 200? 200, 5,000, 10,000, 4,000. I'm going to go, I'm same as Ashley. I'm going four. Yes, four. you guys are right on the money. Yeah. It is, it's half. So good for us. We we feel more things. Sorry. <laughs> um, and also, I did read something that said circumcision versus uncircumc- uncircumcised doesn't make a difference in your satisfaction as a man it doesn't make a difference in your feelings although i have heard that there are more nerve endings in an uncircumcised penis which makes sense sort of except all they're cutting off is a layer of skin right they're not like going way in there so (laughs) they're cutting the whole tip off i don't don't know about that (laughs) um okay so our very last thing that we have is Stories about going to the gynecologist. Oh, God. (laughs) And this is because we were talking about this. We were. It's not necessarily. Well, mine is kind of like a misconception sort of thing. Um, Mine's just weird. Hers is just strange. So you go first. So my first trip to the gynecologist, she's doing her. Talk louder. Sorry. She is doing her checkup and everything. And her face is still down in that area. And she says to me, everything's beautiful and pink, looks nice. And I'm like, please don't say that to me. (laughs) That's super weird. Your face is down by my vagina and you're literally complimenting it. I mean, thank you. It's nice to know that everything looks nice and pretty and pink, but it's super weird for you to tell me that. And I think it would have been 10 times weirder if it was a man. Oh, yeah. It was a woman. Yes. Um, and with a big mole on her nose. I know, like, my mom doesn't care. I prefer women. I prefer gynecologists. women. I do, too, but I I've seen people one don't care. man once, and I, I, one man once, a gynecologist man. Actually, that's a lie. Two, two gynecologists, man. And I, it makes me, it made me feel more uncomfortable, but I guess you just, you got to think, like, this is the doctor, but still, no. Right. <laughs> It is still kind of like... I just I feel like it's like, she's a woman, I'm a woman. You can relate. We both got the same part. Exactly. But um, yeah, it was super weird when she said that to me. I'm like, please don't say that to me. Like, thank you for complimenting it. But at the same time, don't say that to me. Marissa, do you have any um, gynecologist stories for us? 
I, um, yes, I guess I would say, um, one, I'm just a super nervous human. And when I get really nervous, I get extremely sweaty. So just, um, on light of any time I go, it's really nice when your butt is sticking to that paper on the table and they tell you to scoot down a little bit more and you're kind of bringing it with you. And they're like, Oh, trying to joke and as as she's saying, just like having a conversation with you and you're just like, do you not understand? I am literally dripping in sweat, bringing, pulling the paper with me. I don't want to have a conversation. I've had that happen. And you're like, it's not funny. Like, don't make a joke because it's not helping. She didn't say anything about it, but I'm pretty sure I like brought the paper down with me. And then yeah. <laughs> going with you saying how stuff, um, how everything was looking um, on the... Um, different gynecologists that I've gone to, everyone has said to me, you have the tiniest cervix I've ever seen. And I'm always like, what does that comment imply? I'm like, am I some kind of rarity? Can you um, not like our sperm not swimming up there, which in the moment is a great thing. But you know, I'm like, what does this, what does this mean for me? But, you know, I'm like, it's the same thing. It's like, thank you for complimenting, but it's super weird. Right. Right. You're just like, and then you're like, how do other people's cervixes look? Exactly. Or how do other people's vaginas look? Right. Are they, are they pretty in pink? Are they not pretty? Are they not pink? Are they, are they not pretty? (laughs) I'm like, if you're giving me this, that one time I found out after no joke, like two or like three gynecologists on another, I was like, so, you know, like I'm mainly too clamped up to say anything. I'm like, can you, what is the insight I should take away? And they're like, nothing. And I'm like, so why did you tell me this? And now I'm extra weird about it. I'm like, oh, okay. they just that wanted you to know. They're like, it's <laughs> <laughs> just an observation. <laughs> um, so my story, I didn't get a compliment. I guess my mine's fine. It's normal. It's not anything crazy. Um, but I went to the gynecologist and she was doing the breast exam, and she goes everything seems fine. Nothing feels weird. And then she was like, you don't have any like discharge, out of, you know, out of your nipples or like around. And I'm like, don't you think I would have been here before now if I had? And she was like, well, you'd be surprised how, how much people like how much women ignore things because they don't like want there to be problem or they don't want to be not normal. So they just, they'll just wait till their annual exam and it'll have been going on for six months and it, you know, they're not pregnant. They're not lactating. This this is just happening. And I'm like, I didn't realize that people ignored things like weird. If you have it, this is me. If I have something weird coming out of my body that I know isn't normal, I'm like, I go get that checked out. Like, I don't like the doctors, but I'm not, I'm not as much as I would hate to like, yeah, if something's coming out of my nipple. I'm not going to sit you there know, and wait. It's the same we're, thing. We'll just see if it falls <laughs> off. It's all right. It's the same thing with your, like with your vagina. Some discharge is normal. If it's right. really weird smelling or really you know, weird colored, you should get it checked out. Yes. Don't wait. I remember, just- <laughs> I remember seeing something about women were, I think it was on Facebook. Women were showing off their underwear. They're like, like, their discharged underwear. Some women sell their discharged underwear. And so, (laughs) and they were like, but here's the thing. They were talking about like, if you don't have discharge, it's not normal, which is 
true, probably. I mean, some discharge is normal. But I think right. some people don't have enough that like it shows right. up in their underwear. Right. But I'm like, some of those that I sent in there was pictures, of course. And I'm like, <laughs> that just looks like you pissed your pants. I feel like you should go get that checked. Yes. Because only <laughs> a little bit is normal. You're like, I'm concerned yeah, about If it's you. like filling your entire underwear, yeah. Right. Like if you need to wear a diaper. <laughs> um, Could you imagine some of the stories gynecologists have? So if you really want to be scarred for life, you could go on Google or Reddit or whatever. There are like lists of like gynecologist horror stories. And we're talking like dead animals in vaginas. We're oh talking God, like, you telling me that. They, like <clears throat> items stuck up there that people just like left until it really became a problem. Like crazy, crazy shit that should never happen. This is like not un, like abnormal discharge. This is like left field. And I like just, if, if you're brave enough to do it, cause you will remember it forever. Check, go, you can look it up anywhere. There's tons of them. Yes. And then you'll scar your friends because you'll tell them. Cause you will. There, there's a specific one about this lady who went to the ER. I think this was like an ER story. She had, um, her hamster crawled up her vagina, which I just do not believe, which How? I also How? don't believe, but Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But when they asked her about it, they were like, well, when it crawled up there, why didn't you get it out? Or why didn't you come immediately? Because this had been like like a day or something or two like, days. Clearly, you were okay with it nesting in your yeah. vagina. And she was like, well, I just thought it might be cold. But I came because I hadn't felt it move. Like, she thought it was dead. That's why she went. Ugh. And whether that's a made-up story or a true story. That's like, what I'm saying. It has scarred me for life. I think, I think it's made up because how, I, how I think would it just crawl in there? If there's a hamster in your vagina, I think you put it there. That's yeah. <laughs> and then you make how up a story about it. There? But that's like that yeah, TV also, show, I, Sex Sent Me to the ER. Yes. And like this may be like super graphic, but I feel like you had to put it up there. Yes. And it probably did die when you shoved it up there. And I have heard... Like, face-to-face, real stories from real, like, ER nurses, doctors. Do not put bottles or light bulbs in any part of your body. They will break. They will get stuck. And if you break them, you will get injured. Don't. don't I just feel like it's one of those things of, you know, the memes of, if you want to weed out the stupidity in this country, take off the warning labels. Talking about natural selection. (laughs) Um. If you even thought about eating a Tide Pod, you don't belong here. That's what I'm saying. Super weird. And don't if somebody's go if somebody says I'm gonna eat this Tide Pod, don't stop them. You're you are ruining like Darwinism. Okay, that is that is survival of the fittest at its best. It's the same as when people put their arms in freaking tree cutters. Oh my god! I'm like, what did you think was gonna happen? There, there are so many examples. Like, maybe we'll have to do, like, a whole thing about, like, stupid, you know, like, whatever, famous last words, hold my beer, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this. And we see it all the time, being on the island. People, especially when they're drunk, do. I'm sure a lot of people see it all the time. I see it. Well, yeah. But, a like. A lot of the times. When you're, when people are exceptionally drunk, they become, if they were already stupid, they become <laughs> even worse. 
Because yeah. you're even more stupid. We all get drunk plenty. We, I mean, we do things that we think are stupid, but like in the scheme of things, we're They're kind of on the lower side of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not eating anything chemical. We're not right. sticking our hand in some machine. Like, you know what I mean? We're not trying to ramp a dirt bike into the lake. Shooting like, ourselves in the ass with a BB. Uh, <laughs> I shot somebody else. I know you did. Yeah. I that did was that. their own fault. That's not harmful to me, so that's fine. But I'm just saying, that's one of those things if you're like, that's stupid. Yes. Yes. Guns and alcohol don't go together. No. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I think that's about all we have for everyone today. Marissa, thank you so much for joining us. And you you know what you're talking about. So yes. I'm, I'm absolutely, well, absolutely yes, it's been super fun. Yes. Thank you both for having me. This was um, beyond a fun time. So if you ever want to invite me back, I'm definitely available. <laughs> Awesome. I'm sure we will. Yeah, we do, we do. We have a lot of sex talk, so that's definitely <laughs> probably something that'll happen. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate, review, all of that fun stuff. Um, we do have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now we have a YouTube channel. So if you don't download podcast apps, you can listen there. We will have some video coming up for you as we do ep- um, episodes together and like take adventures. So keep checking for that. Um, and if you have stories about this episode or in general, um, email us, bumpingucast at gmail.com. Ashley? Uh, any stories or myths that you thought were true, untrue, you have a comment on it, let us know. Uh, and again, any topic suggestions, send it to bumpingucast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a good evening.